Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily 10-Minute Daily Podcast with me, Tony Kent. It is the 7th of January. Hello, if you're listening. Hello, Julia. Thank you for your very kind compliment this morning. Made my day. Um, hello, if you're a new listener. Welcome. Now, how do we know it's the 7th of January? Well, the way that we find out what day it is, is I tell you what's going on on my Village Facebook page. Now, for those of you that listened in yesterday, you'll be glad to know that the um, freezer challenge has been resolved. Um, and everyone agrees that all of the villagers who offered up freezer space to the person with the broken freezer are lovely people indeed. There is also a bit of... Um, encouraging people to get out and move. So giveaway today includes a load of ordnance survey maps, which people are snapping up. They're like, yes, we live in a nice part of the world. We would like to explore it a little bit more without encountering sign after sign that says private keep out. Thank you, Mr. Dyson, for buying all of the farmland and then sectioning it all off. Um, You must not trespass. No, 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 you mustn't trespass unless you're not going to be seen. Uh, Please don't trespass. The other thing that's on there is a 5k run that takes place every Saturday. And um, I was looking at that thinking, I'd like to get back to running um, because I haven't run properly for close to a year. Maybe it's eight months. And when you don't run and you continue eating as you normally eat and you have like COVID lockdowns and you just think, fuck it, I'm going to eat the chocolates and you have Christmas. Things get a little bit tighter. And uh, I would like to be able to just, you know, knock out a 5k every now and then. And it's made me think a little bit about food. And this ties us in nicely to today's extract from Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, which you can buy on Amazon. Or you can choose not to buy. I don't mind. Listen here for free. This piece is called Oliver's Army. Oh, Jamie Oliver, with your winning smile, infectious enthusiasm and genuine commitment to changing the relationship that people have with food. You make us thoughtful, inspire us to want better nutrition for our families and challenge our largest institutions to do better by our children. You also made me set fire to my kitchen. I'm not a natural cook, but neither am I a microwave mealer. My repertoire, if you were to call it that, includes all of the mince dishes. Yeah, lasagna, <laughs> cottage pie, its cousin, shepherd's pie, <laughs> uh, meatballs. You can make meatballs out of sausages. Did you know that? Yeah, just, just cut the ends off and then pop out a couple of meatballs. It's strangely satisfying. Uh, I am a marvel with mince, you could say. And if there's no mince at hand, I could roast a chicken. Um, If you like, kids love it. Husband hates roast chicken. What sort of person doesn't like roast chicken? Uh, Maybe it's the way that I cook them. But that is pretty much it. And because of that, almost all the cooking falls to my husband, who reads the Leith Cookery Bible for fun and must be some kind of sorcerer because he will open a fridge, shut it, open it shut it, open it, shut it, realise that nobody has cooked the thing that he wants to eat and will just make magical dishes appear. Um, And I think you have to be interested in it. And I I don't have that in my DNA. Definitely a lack of confidence when it comes to cooking. And I didn't grow up in a house where people cooked. Uh, My mum was too stressed and had enough going on with six kids. Can't be knocking out marvellous meals every day. So I never really learned 
Um, and I am one of those people, if I'm going to make pancakes, I still have to check a recipe for the batter because I don't know how much goes in. Uh, I made a banana loaf yesterday, had to check the recipe. I must have made 99 banana loaves in the past year. Anyway, let's get back to this. There are times when I feel I should make more of an effort. And during one such period, I dusted off the Jamie Oliver's 30 minute meals cookery book to start rustling up some more exciting dishes. Now, what was somewhat less successful than the recipes like Tasty Crusted Cod on page 140 was the Cheats pizza. Apparently, I was supposed to be able to create one pizza, three delish salads and a squash cherries and vanilla cream dessert all within half an hour. Yeah, right. Based on my previous experience, I thought I'd just go for the pizza and set all of my ingredients out. At the appropriate point, I followed the instructions to put the frying pan on a high heat while putting the dough ingredients into a food processor, whizzing them up, taking the dough out and rolling it flat. By Jamie's calculations, this should have taken less than a minute. It is entirely possible that in Tony time, this equated to five or six minutes. And so when I drizzled some olive oil into the pan, I was met with a sheet of flame. <sighs> For a moment, I stood there looking at it. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I felt compelled to start dancing in homage to Tales of the Unexpected. Remember that? La, 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 join in. Um, which I only found out as an adult was created by Roald Dahl. I mean, those stories used to scare the shit out of me when I was younger, probably because uh, parents let me watch it when I was about six and it wasn't intended for six-year-olds. Um, so I thought about dancing in front of the fire, but then I realised if I didn't extinguish it quickly, it would set off the smoke alarm, wake the children and quite possibly set the entire kitchen alight. I can cope with the kitchen on fire, but not children that have been awoken. So I gathered my wits about me, fetched a wet tea towel, damp tea towel, and took the smoking pan into the garden where it would prove less of a danger to my family, but would alert my neighbours. <laughs> we got there, Tony. Frying pan on fire. Yes. After eating a sandwich for my supper, because bread equals no fire, I brought the pan in, scrubbed it and got rid of most of the damage. The pan still bears a black crescent that mocks me every time I fry some garlic and onions again to make the base for my lasagna sauce again i'm hopeful this will fade over time but until then it keeps me on the straight and mince based narrow this experience has taught me that if you are a cook or a chef then yes 30 minutes is entirely doable to create a satisfying and nutritious meal but if you are an easily distracted person who has a whole list of other things you'd rather be doing than cooking it is not such an easy task so from now on i'll be sticking to what i know and taking the Jamie's 15-minute meals book off my Christmas list. Mince for tea again, kids. So that's that. I don't do uh, very much cooking in our house at all. And now you know why. I would love to know, actually, any cookery stories you have. I did share this via my blog years and years ago. And somebody said, ooh, if you make mince with apples and sultanas and a bit of orange, it makes a delicious meal. I thought, no, that sounds disgusting. I mean, it would be enough to drive a person to veganuary, wouldn't it? I can't wait to speak to you again tomorrow. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. <laughs>